Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Sisters, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over the hearts of the children of Israel. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. All of us, gazing with the unveiled face on the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory as from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Therefore, since we have this ministry through the mercy shown us, we are not discouraged. And even though our gospel is veiled, it is veiled for those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves, for the sake of Jesus. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to bring to light the knowledge of the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. The glory of the Lord will dwell in our land. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss, truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. The Lord himself will give his benefits, our land shall yield its increase, justice shall walk before him, and salvation along the way of his steps. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard it, that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. To this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over the hearts of the children of Israel. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. St. Paul wanted the Corinthians to understand that the Jews had the scriptures all wrong. And St. Paul, once the most zealous of Pharisees, the most foremost of scripture scholars, 
He had the authority to make that claim. And even though our gospel is veiled, it is veiled for those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they may not see the light of the gospel, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The Baal illusion, recall, comes from the book of Exodus, the second book of the Bible. After Moses ascended the mountain to speak with the Lord, his face became radiant, so much so that the people down below became terrified. And so Moses put a veil, a mask, over his nose and mouth. A priest commentator wrote that St. Paul declared that the veiling, the covering of Moses' face, was a symbol. The veil served not only to hide the radiance of Moses' face at the start, but also to hide the gradual disappearance of this splendor, which was temporary, like the Old Covenant it symbolized. By contrast, the ministers of the New Covenant proclaimed the good news with unveiled faces. They have no need to hide anything. They speak out clear and bold because the light of the gospel, which they irradiate, is permanent and everlasting. Pursuing this comparison, St. Paul explains that the Jews who do not believe in Christ still have this veil covering their eyes and cannot even understand the Old Testament. For that testament can only be properly understood with the help of the light brought by Jesus Christ, the fullness of revelation. The church at the Second Vatican Council in 1965 stated in a document that the books of the Old Covenant show forth their full meaning in the New Testament and in their turn shed light on it and explain it. But too few people, priests and bishops included, have read those Vatican II documents because they're boring. And so here we are living in a terrified world walking around with a veil over its face. The veil is over mouths and noses, but symbolically the veil is over people's eyes. For the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. My friends, Jesus Christ is the God of all ages. A true Christian then does not bow down to the spirit of the age. He bows down to the spirit, capital S, which is the new law of Christ. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, but I tell you this. The old law, which was not spiritual, enslaved, and it died on the cross, along with the eternal high priest who never dies. And all of us, gazing with unveiled face on the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory as from the Lord, who is the Spirit.